Hello, baddies and laddies, and welcome to the Princess Pear Podcast. I am, of course, your lovely host, Miss Princess Pear. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing pretty good, really living the life. I have very often talked in the podcast about my love for the blueberry lavender milk from Trader Joe's. So I made a um a matcha latte with that milk and it's really good. I'll actually be drinking it as I'm putting on this podcast, you know. I'll try not to slurp into the microphone because I know that that's kind of gross for me and for other people. Anyways. Oh, here we go. If I spill this, I'll actually probably cry. Oh, how are you guys doing today? I'm doing really good. Just in the life, it's really cold today. I'm getting prepared for the Christmas season. I don't know. That's, like, my favorite time of the year. But, like, also not because I get, like, kind of sad when it's cold outside. Like, I know, like, seasonal depression. Or what's it? Uh, it's The name is season. Seasonal depression. I don't even know. I think that's what it's like medically cold anyways that like for a while i was like i'm so dramatic like why do i get so sad when it's like cold outside but maybe it's like partially something like that i mean not to get into like my medical records but i don't have depression so it's definitely not like actually that but it's good to know i'm not the only one feeling kind of sad when it's cold outside anyways not on topic at all but you know when am I ever on topic? Uh, yeah, I've just been thinking a lot about, like, what I want to say on the podcast. And not, like, rebranding it, obviously. Because, like, everything I've said on here is authentically me. And that's the hard part. Is if I'm like, oh, I want to change it. I want to make it more like this. Like, I'd be changing it from being, like, organically me. You know, even in episodes that I'm kind of sad or I'm really happy or I'm goofy or I'm you know this or that it's it's all just part of me I'm never like in an episode lying you know there's a lot of times where I'm not where I'm more highlighting certain parts of my life that's just the best way to put that because I listen to some episodes and I'm like I sound like so sad in this episode it doesn't really like reflect me but like also like it reflects how I was feeling in that moment so it does reflect me anyways Back on topic. Today we are talking about embarrassment or being embarrassed. I was like trying to figure out what the title was going to be. I guess the title will be embarrassment because I I feel that a lot. I'll think back to like memories or things I've said like years ago and be like, oh my gosh, that was so embarrassing. But like before I get into this, all things I'm saying like I. It's not healthy for me or anyone to go back and, like, you know, live in the past so much of, like, being embarrassed like that. But there were a few recent memories that I wanted to bring up so I can highlight how I, you know, shouldn't be feeling this way or how I can work through them. I feel like a lot of the time, like, as emo as it sounds, not as recently, but, like, in the past few out in the past while I've been like number one embarrassed about like the fact that I kind of have a hard time making friends which I don't want to go super in depth on because I've talked about a lot on my podcast but really just feeling embarrassed about that and like 
because it's not like I don't have friends. That's the easiest label to put on it. But, like, I just don't have anyone near me. You know what I mean? Like, if I called someone else, no one could really be at my house in less than, like, four days, you know? Because it takes everyone that, you know, my support system is miles and miles away. Which is hard. And that's what's, like, in these episodes, I want to talk about, like, oh, yeah, it'll get better. It's not as hard anymore. Like, oh, like, it's going to be better. No, like, it's, it's gonna be hard. I don't need to, like, continuously live in the fact that it's, like, hard because it's not gonna, it's not gonna go away anytime soon unless I go off to college somewhere near them. That's hard, too. That's my, I've been focusing a lot on college in these past few, I mean, months, really, this past year, and it's scary. Because I like any choice I make, that's like any choice I make will be the right one. And I'll be fine and I'll figure it out and I'll make friends and it'll be where I need to be. But this is the stage I don't like, you know, where I have all these choices and I know which whatever one I choose will work out. I just want to, you know, I want to have a clear, hey, you need to pick this one to go to. And that's kind of becoming more clear it's really between like two schools right now but yeah back on to embarrassment I also along around around the same time that I was having a hard time making friends I get like embarrassed about the way I looked which is like hard to explain the fact that like I was embarrassed about the way I looked but it'd be like I feel like everything kind of All of my insecurities, like, go very deeply in all those things. You know, I was insecure about the fact that, like, I couldn't make friends. So then I was like, well, maybe if you were prettier, people would want to be your friend. Which, like, is so, like, not true. You know, like, I, thinking about it, and I've been thinking about this a lot, and, like, processing this, like, the way I look is, like, the least interesting thing about me. You know, and I don't say that to be like, oh, I'm like, you know, not much to look at. You know, like, I know I'm cute, but like, it truly is the least interesting thing about me. You know, like, I'm, I'm smart. I'm funny. Like, all of these things. And like, do I believe that? What was I going to say? That <laughs> neither of those things diminish each other, you know? I can be cute and be funny, but, like, the way I look doesn't change anything about me, you know? Because that's something I even have to work on, you know? When people are like, oh, yeah, like, all of my friends are specifically guys for some reason. Like, all my friends are guys. I'm like, that could never happen to me because they find me repulsive. No, not true. I just don't. It hasn't happened for me. That's not the way I make friends, and those aren't the people that I've made friends along the way and that's fine but I wanted to blame something you know that's just kind of what this bit has been all along like oh maybe if maybe I had friends I'd be happier oh maybe if I was prettier I'd have more friends so it's just this toxic circle of being like well if this happened this would happen and like I currently can't 
do anything if I'm just going to be stuck in this, like, circle of complaining and doing thing- these things. So, I do believe that I needed to hear that. But, like, when it's someone around you saying that, it hurts so badly. And I wouldn't even say it's a bad thing to be like, hey, you gotta stop complaining. You're gonna be fine, you know? Because that's not what I needed, you know? Because now I'm, now instead of crying about the fact that I think I'm ugly and no one will ever love me, I now have to cry about the fact that you think I'm being overdramatic, you know? So, is that a you problem? No, it's a me problem, but also it's something I can't control. I talk a lot. I want to do, like, an episode probably on the Enneagram. I just don't want to go, like, so into detail with it because I'm an Enneagram type 4, which is, like, very, um, you feel very deeply, like, good emotions and bad emotions where, like, you know, I'll go through a situation and I'll be so sad about it and my mom will be like, well, what happened? And I'll be like, oh, well, like, you know, the way I look, they looked at me or the way I heard this. And from an outside view, yeah, it's, like, comical the way it's like oh well they they looked at me like this and they obviously don't like me but like in my eyes and in my head and the way that my body reacts to it those things actually happened the way that I feel them you know so can I go out and be like oh I'm mad at you because you said this and I heard it this way no but like I can't be like oh you know they didn't say that it's fine everything's fine you know because that's the way I physically reacted to it and like that's not It's not my fault for feeling that way, but it's also not anyone else's fault. And that's hard because I want to point the blame at somebody or something a lot of the time. Because I think about, like, a lot of those, like, embarrassing stories aren't even that embarrassing. I just go back to them because I think I need to, like, learn something from them. But, like, I have. So I'm just, like in this circle of like well blah 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 this would get better if this happened and blah 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 so it's like terrible and i hate that hmm. i don't even know what i'm looking at Oh, sorry. I found this paper at my desk and I was intrigued by it. But yeah, like that's... Because being a Enneagram type 4, like the thing I go straight for is like shame. You know, it's I think I can't remember like the exact what, you know, number on the Enneagram goes to what. But like, you know, some people go to anger. Some people go to sadness. I go to like shame. Which is... Which is hard. Because I get like, because that's the thing is like, when anything around me happens, or like, I I was, you know, don't mean to toot my own horn, but I was a fairly good kid in school. But if I would get in trouble for something, like I, obviously I needed a consequence because everyone else was would get a consequence if the same thing happened to them. But I punish myself so much inside my head that, like, it's worse than what the actual punishment would be. You'd be like, oh, you can't, you know, go outside for recess today. Well, I've already, in my head, like, decided that I'm no longer going to college. I no longer deserve love. Like, everybody hates me because I did this. 
And when I say that, like, I don't mean it to be like, oh, haha, funny, like, no one will ever love me. No, that's how my brain actually works. And this is not like, I'm not alone in this feeling. I've talked to plenty of people who feel this same way. Where, like, something like that goes wrong. And it's like, oh, wow, yeah, like, I I should just, like, you know, tell tell all my friends to, like, punch me in the face. Because, like, no one will ever love me. And I deserve to be left alone on the side of the street. Like, that, it's terrifying, like, saying that and knowing people that are going to hear this. But, like, I would never want to hide my own emotions and somebody else feel alone in theirs. You know, I I talked about this in, like, my college uh, essays as well. as like, I try not to have, like, vulnerability be, be my only weakness. I mean, my only strength. Because it's not. I have plenty of other strengths. Don't mean to toot my own horn, but two, two. And... But, like, I truly believe it is. Because plenty of people can't be vulnerable. And not good. I can be very vulnerable, and I do it a lot. Um, Every single <clears throat> every single episode on this podcast, I have shared things that, like, most people in my life don't know. Which is, you know, I think kind of comical that I've decided to share with literally anyone in the world these ideas but I won't like share it face to face with somebody which obviously something I need to work through but I'm obviously not doing that right now I'm again oversharing with people on the internet and that's what I've chose to be my coping mechanism but yeah like there's plenty of like things and it goes down to like i huge advocate for getting therapy and I'm currently in therapy so like as I'm talking about these things I'm positive multiple of you have like wanted to email me and be like hey shoddy like why don't you get therapy and like stop oversharing with us uh jokes on you I'm doing both anyways (laughs) but yeah definitely recommend getting therapy because a lot of these like things that I'm sharing or, you know, a lot of these things that I'm talking about or struggling with. Like, it's, you know, deep trauma that I've had to, like, work through. And be like, oh, this is the way my brain works this way. Or it's just the way my brain works, you know? And that's thing something, too. Is I saw this video and there was this therapist. And she, um, she was like, I'm glad that people are talking more about trauma. But also, not everything is a trauma reaction. Some of it is just the way that your brain works which was good to know because I was like why does my brain work this way I must have like an indescribable trauma that I'm working through no I'm just an Enneagram 4 I guess which is funny but also like there's good things about this like you know because as much as I feel very deeply in sadness I feel very deeply the same way and like happiness and I do kind of have, like, a childlike wonder about me, which is, which I like. Like, just a few days ago, we went to, like, the pumpkin patch. And I was, like, you know, feeding goats. And it was, like, the highlight of my week. Because, like, that's so fun. Which is also hard. Again, if feeling embarrassed. I feel so embarrassed about, like, my maturity. That's the best way to put it, is that I'm very 
mature in the way that like I you know step up and I have these big conversations with people and I'm ready for college and I like you know do my best to be independent but also on like the other side I kind of not this immaturity but like I do have a childlike qualities about me still because I still am a child and I feel like a lot of the time with teenagers it's kind of flipped where like they're so mature and they go out and they drink and they do all this but they don't have like the maturity or being independent or things that are making good choices I feel like I'm kind of swapped which you would believe I'd be very happy in that that I'm not going out and drinking on the streets but there is still an embarrassment about that the fact that like I like this is so embarrassing I can't believe I'm gonna share this but I'm going to it doesn't really sound embarrassing but you'll you'll get the details uh recently was Halloween and I don't really sell but Halloween but I was like I'm gonna dress up because um I had like two not parties but like two things I was gonna go to and one it was like you know some people I know and so before they like text us they're like hey everyone's gonna dress up make sure you wear a costume it's gonna be super fun and i get there and i am the only one dressed up and i was so embarrassed because i like i looked so cute but in that moment i just wanted to go home in that moment i felt so ugly and immature and like why would i come in a costume like who am i you know i'm i'm too old to be doing this like everybody thinks i'm a baby Later, people did show up in costume, but it was, like, so sad for me. Because I was, like, so excited about that. And again, like, that childlike wonder. I don't know. Maybe it's mental illness. Again, that childlike wonder, like, was kind of gone. And then I was like, okay, at least, like, I know that my family will be dressing up the next day. And then so it was, like, me and my brothers, we dressed up. And again where we went nobody else was dressed up except for like the little kids and I felt so embarrassed and like and like everybody was like looking at me thinking like oh she's so immature which like nobody thinks that about me that's like the top thing I get from people is like oh you know you're so mature blah blah blah, blah. and I think a lot of it is like uh, growing up I kind of always fed into the mature thing even if I was still a kid and I still did kid things it was almost like a facade that I was like so mature and now like I'm I'm leaving a lot of my childhood and it's so scary and I feel like a lot of the things I didn't appreciate before I got older But, yeah, that was really embarrassing. Even if it doesn't sound embarrassing, it, like, telling that story hurt my soul a little bit. But, yeah, like, I think partially it's, like, combining things where, like, I feel like I don't have friends, so I'm not experiencing a lot of, like, teenage life. I think that's the biggest thing. I don't want to be out, you know, partying or doing anything. That's not who I am. But, like, I do feel like I'm missing out on a lot of my life. And there are things I'm trying to do to, like, not feel that way. But it's, like, the worst feeling. Like, feeling like you're 
you're letting your life pass by and you don't know what to do about it. Because I'm working on, you know, I'm doing, I'm doing things that make me happy, but it's hard and it's embarrassing to like admit that sometimes. Because as much as I talk about like, oh yeah, blah, 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 this happening in my life or this happening in my life, like talking to people in person is so embarrassing to admit like a lot of the things that I talk about very openly on the podcast you know I don't go up to people and be like hey like I'm super sad like I'm super sad and I feel like nobody loves me you know obviously I'm not gonna have that conversation with people not on the podcast but that's really number one reason I made this podcast is to kind of be like a I'm like a voice diary because I like journaling I like doing things like that but then like It's not the same as actually speaking it because I don't, everything I'm saying on this podcast, it's like saying these kind of sad things. I don't, I'm not saying it to be sad. I'm just saying it to like, you know, show my reality. But like, it's like talking to a person more than that. You know, I have friends. They're just busy a lot of the time, which is okay. Like I obviously wish I could talk to a real person. But I love you guys. And it's like talking to a real person a lot of the time. But yeah, that's really embarrassing for me. Or I even like, I don't like a lot of these stories I want to tell. I don't want someone to listen to them. Like, oh my gosh, that's a story about me. Like that made her feel so uncomfortable. But I had somebody like come up to me. Like my mom had told this lady something in confidence about, like, you know, like, oh, like, you know, she's just feeling, like, a little bit, like, you know, not, um, like, not really making friends. This is a story. This, my mom was talking to this lady very openly. I was fine with her telling this story because I'm, you know, very open with feeling like I don't really have any friends. But then she, like, brought it up at this, like, event with, like, other people. And it was embarrassing. Like, in the moment, I was like, oh, ha, ha, ha. Like, yeah, like, I'm, you know, super insecure like not really but like I'm working through it but it was embarrassing like after the fact because I was like I don't really care if people hear because it was like in a place where it was like at church and I was like you know I really don't care what they're always not going to judge me at least I hope they don't but it was really embarrassing for me and that's just been like the overwhelming feeling recently is like I'm just embarrassed like, a lot of the time. I'm embarrassed of the fact that, like, I... You know, I'm not... Not, not I want to say living the life I thought I'd live. Because there's a lot of really good things going on in my life right now. It's just not the typical... It's not, typical, it's not the typical experience. And I never really wanted that. But also, there's a lot of things I feel like I'm missing out on. And it's hard to admit that's not like, oh, yeah, you can just, you know, do that. Like, it's fine. Like, you know, do that with your family. You know, it's it's just things I'm going to have to wait a little bit to experience. Well, I love you guys. You mean a lot to me. And thank you for listening. Bye-bye now.